Hej. Hallo. Hallo, hallo. We are live, live, live. Okay. Uh, we're expecting people to come in. Uh, so we can start. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to um, City Music Facebook Live. And we are live right now. And we are alive, <laughs> 1 p.m. <laughs> and I'm very hungry. You guys hungry? Makan already? Haven't, right? I haven't. Haven't, haven't right? That's why my stomach like making some drum groove. This kind of thing. So, um, thanks, Amanda. <laughs> okay, so we are live on Facebook, City Music. And uh, thank you, uh, taking the opportunity to thank everyone, uh, whoever that's going to join us later and soon and now. Thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, and today we have a very special guest. Not only one, but three. Um, like, as I mentioned, it's like Charlie's Angels and uh, Torn Among the Roses. Yeah, we have on my left, extreme corner, we have Amanda Ling in the house. Hello we have Christine Sham or Cham? Sham. Sham, Christine Sham in the house. Yeah, and also, not forgetting Joanna. Hello. Yes, Joanna and uh, Yasmin Noel. We haven't seen each other. And also Amanda, thanks for... Christine, I've, I haven't seen you before, actually. But uh, yeah, I always see you on Facebook. I'm stalking you on your Facebook. But I mean, yeah, that's nice to see three of you. Um, yeah, I'm like uh, very impressed to actually... Uh, the reason we are here, actually, to, to just share with everybody uh, your journey in the music industry in Singapore, especially uh, what you do, and to inspire a lot of people out there, uh, basically, who wants to start, you know, venturing themselves into music line, and probably also as a keyboardist, and many more. Um, you will see, you'll hear their journey, a beautiful journey of their music, uh, journey in life, and, and so on. And how we make it right in where we are right now here today? It's, it's, you know, and, and talk about you know the music. Yeah. Sure. So um, okay, perhaps. Uh, oh yeah. Also take take this opportunity to congratulate uh, Joanna and Simon for their first born baby, Denver. Thank you. Thank you. Cute. Now we see it on their face, their you. Instagram. I'm like, wow, uh, but I don't think I'm going to have uh, another don't one. Be, <coughs> don't <laughs> be deceived. Be <laughs> yeah, but it's nice to have a baby, right? And it's always, but only thing is like, yeah, it's like yeah, she mentioned to me, it's not like, tired, yeah, it's, but it's a happy tired thing, you like, Joanna, right? I think so, yeah. Is it good? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, it's okay, I'm sure. So, so far, okay, so okay. far. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? It's nice, it's really okay. nice. Uh, yeah, so what we have next is, uh, okay. So the first thing we're going to do is to get more people to come in, right? So we don't have to repeat that again and see. Uh, hopefully, have more viewers. Okay. Yeah. Shall we share it? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should. Just gonna. Yeah. Okay. Other than this, we would like to uh, thank uh, our supporters, uh, supporters, and also we are supported by this this uh, Facebook uh, live stream uh, is supported by Sony Singapore. Aperture Asia, which beautiful lights. All these lights are actually by, uh, sponsored by Aperture Asia. Mm. Cork Singapore. Cork Singapore. Zoom. Uh, not the Zoom Zoom, uh, you, know, so, uh, you know, the Zoom uh, software, but it's the Zoom, uh, what you call that, the recorders, and you have very beautiful, uh, what you call that, the um, mixer, digital mixer, that's designed for live streaming, etc. A lot of beautiful things that they built. Uh, Zoom. Uh, and also Mackie Singapore, and not forgetting Daiti Microphones Asia. Thanks to Chinfu for the sponsor of the Daiti 
uh, model S2 microphones. That's an awesome microphones that you have there. Which is these been, ones? Yeah, these ones. They are beautiful microphones. Like, these are shotgun microphones, but they are awesome mics. And it's for multi-application, so generally beautiful mics. Uh, yes, okay, so back to this. I'm just waiting for more people to join us. Yes, everybody, please come in into the Facebook Live, 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 Live. We have also people from uh, Ipo, our CK Music. Ipo is joining us uh, also. So it's not only just in Singapore. We have also CK Music in Malaysia joining us as well as Ipo. Uh, KL and Ipo also joining us. So that's nice. See everybody there. And yeah, since we can't uh, go there and they can't come here, so this is a good opportunity for us to be together in the Facebook Live, right? So, okay, let's go back to everybody, like the, the roses here. So, Amanda, so um, how, are you, how are you doing right now? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing good. Busy, busy and keeping alive. Right. So, what have you been busy with, like, you know? Um, actually, I've been busy a lot with um, facilitating sound, healing, sound meditation. Um, oh, and sure. it's, it's um, I mean, I'll probably go into it a little bit more, but I, it's kind of like my current vision and passion to fuse music and wellness together. So, yeah. That's, that's another world. Yeah. It's totally it different is, it from is. the conventional. <laughs> right. Christine, how about you, Christine? Oh, um, yeah. You mean during COVID time, is it? Oh, well, let's talk about COVID later on. Like, you know, now. Just now. You, yes, now, like what you've been busy with. Okay, yeah, so, oh, well, I've been busy with some live streaming stuff, generally with Christine, that's, mm. that's new, uh, that's something that happened in July, and of course, I'm, I'm teaching, I'm taking a lunch break now from La Salle, yeah, so I'm teaching there, and I, I have some production work. Yeah. What are you teaching in La Salle, then? What am I teaching? Yeah, there, yeah. I teach pop piano, and also introduction to soundtrack to the diploma students and keyboard skills. Awesome. So, a couple of things, yeah. That's amazing. Joanna, how about you? We're talking about now, right? As in no. now Yeah, we've we'll been busy with Busy with Denver <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's for sure Only, I think <laughs> And just teaching in Thunder Rock School Yeah Oh, so you're back teaching already Yes, I am. Oh, nice yeah. yeah, so everybody's teaching That's nice How about you? Are you still teaching? Well, I, I facilitate more now But I don't really teach as much Like music educating as much as before Alright yeah. Oh, that's nice But, I mean, different, different feel You know, mm. so That's very interesting That's what we talk about today Because you know, it's not just uh, playing the keyboard and, and that's it. So you hear more inspiring things that probably you can you can uh, learn and, and experience from the three amazing keyboard players here. So back to you, you were mentioning that you were doing something uh, to do with meditation. So how did that come about? Like, I think because it's myself, I've been a yoga practitioner and teacher for the past like eight years, practicing for like 12 years. So I think um, meditation got to me at that time. And um, I've been also, because I DJ as well, right? So oh, I. DJ as yeah. well? Ooh, amazing! <laughs> so I used to DJ a lot for yoga events, like, you know, live DJ with uh, a yoga practice. So, and I think that, um, to me, music and wellness was always very separate. And then, uh, and then because of that, of experience, I felt like there's so much more I could do with music, and uh, and then that's when I explored into sound healing. As for myself, I specialize more on Tibetan singing bowls, um, but it's also my journey on like understanding a little bit on how then music and sound actually can be uh, a tool, you know, for like meditation as well. Sorry, do you say what you were specializing in? Tibetan singing bowls. Oh, Tibetan singing bowls. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's another world. Right? I mean, it it's is like world. yeah. So it's totally different from the conventional, conventional. obviously, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Christine, how are you? I mean, I seen. Do I do yoga also? Is it? 
I do Perhaps. actually. I wish I could. I, did, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I am into exercising as well, but maybe not so much. Yeah, but I, I'm fully, um, yeah, just doing music like 100% of the time. If you're asking me if I have any other <laughs> hobby. <laughs> like I don't, I don't, um, yeah, I love to travel, but you know, we can't really travel so much mm-hmm. now. So I actually put all my energy into producing music, teaching music, and performing music. It's 100% that for me. about producing music, so who are your clients? Who do you produce? Mm, yeah, so I've been uh, a composer for for as long as I can remember. That's my first profession before I actually even did gigs and stuff. So my 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 uh, clients would be uh, from the media side, like it could be uh, advertising, like any client, like you know. So I, I wouldn't say producing then. I would say more like composing for them. But these days, besides composing and arranging, you kind of have to like mix and. You do a lot. Yeah, yeah. So, so I would use the word produce now more, but not so much in the past. Past, yeah. So, a new client I have is with uh, Universal Production Music. So, I write library music for them. Yeah, yeah. So, I have to, yeah, I have to produce the music and also mix and sort of master it. So, I have to learn all this, um, like especially mastering. I'm like totally, I don't know how to do it, but I have to learn it. Yeah. Still learning. <laughs> yeah, we all do. I mean, until today. Yeah, but this is good to learn. We, we, you know, since the music now, it's not like before. We're just a keyboard player, mm-hmm. and right. that's it. Playing the band it's, it's no longer that that form. You know, it's like you have to wear many hats. Exactly. Yeah. So how about Joanna? I mean, mm. I, I I was amazed. Like you know, so she's not only a she's not only a keyboard player. She plays the saxophone. Really, not not a joke. She plays the saxophone really good. So maybe you can share. And how came about? Which one comes first? Like the chicken and egg? Like whether. Saxophone or oh, a keyboard? Definitely keyboard first. Mm. Keyboard first. Then the very conventional way, you know, I did the whole classical, you know, when your parents force you to go for lessons. And that kind of thing. But I didn't, I really, okay, to be very honest, I didn't really enjoy classical piano. Mm. So my joy from keyboards came only when I get to dabble with synth. And all the different sounds, like, oh, I never knew that uh, black and white keys can produce so many different kinds of sounds. And that's where my keyboard journey actually begin yeah then after that the whole saxophone thing is um, because my husband's or uh, father my father-in-law bought a saxophone for himself to play he wants to you know train his lungs and everything and he gave up in like one week <laughs> pass it to simon simon gave up in a day or an hour then pass it to me yeah oh, wow. so now he started yeah, amazing yeah. so yeah, yeah. So it's a good start actually you know like just Pick it up and then yeah. you know and, and learn it, right? Okay, let's back to this question of uh, music, right? So um, a very simple question. I'm going to ask three of you. So, do you need a formal training in order for you to play music? It's a no. shooting on the head question. So be careful. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Okay, Amanda, what, what do you think? I think do you need that's a subjective. Um, I don't believe that you sh- need to have formal, but um, I feel that. It's great to have some kind of like base, like knowledge. Um, for myself, I'm trained. So like for me, I studied classical music, piano, as with anyone else, right? Like mm. since four years old. And then later on, uh, I took up percussions as well because I was playing a symphonic band in secondary school. So that opened my eyes up into rhythms and percussion. And I started, you know, uh, going between like drums and then piano. Keyboards actually only started when I actually first played with my... Um, um, my breakfast band throb 
and that's where actually later on I'll have the story on how I got to Cork. <laughs> but um, but I think uh, in that journey, the formal versus non-formal, um, there was actually a definite like dilemma. Like sometimes I want to reform, but then you know you kind of think too structuredly, and then later on when you're too freeform, you be like, no, I need some kind of like structure. So I think it's always good to have best of both worlds. I feel and. For a formally trained musician, it's sometimes good to let go of like forms for mm. a bit, you know, like mm. a bit of yeah, structure. And, and, and more then, creative rather yeah. than just by the book, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, back to Christine. I understand that you went to uh, yeah, a school that I probably I wanted. It's all everybody's <laughs> wish list, all keyboard players' wish list to go, but uh, yeah, maybe you can share with the audience. Yeah, I went to Berkeley um, College of Music when I was super young. I don't want to say when. Uh, it was a long time ago, yeah. You mean you're younger now? I, I do feel quite young still. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, so I had the opportunity, like you all, I, w- I was also classically trained, and um, I discovered pop by myself, but when I wanted to do jazz, I was like, I, I need some help. I need someone to teach me because those times, there's no YouTube. Okay, I review a little bit mm. of yeah. <laughs> my history. There's no YouTube, so you have to learn it from uh, someone. Someone has mm. to teach you. So I, I had the opportunity to go to Berkeley, and that, that I thought was the best thing that ever happened to me. It really opened up my, um, my perception of music in general. Not only there to learn jazz, there are a lot of rockers there as well. Um, and, you know, I thought it's really good. But I have to second her opinion about like rules, because like classical, we have a lot of rules. Like, oh, we cannot parallel this, we cannot do that. When you apply that to your music, especially in pop, you sound like any other one, because you're like, okay, I, I cannot do this parallel. It's not, you know, it's not. So you're not supposed to do this. But if you break out of that, you don't think about that. Your sound will become edgy. You'll be a bit different. So I I, I understand that education is good definitely um especially if you want to teach or if you want to pursue um, a music career if you're not you're not taught how you're going to teach others right yeah. so so that's important in that sense but if you're just playing for fun you're being a band and all that you know you just I, I don't think that you need a formal education we can learn from a lot of places right now like youtube and stuff right. you back to um berkeley how do you uh okay since you, you, you went there, it's, it's not easy. Not everyone can go Berkeley, especially those days, especially during my time, right? We, we need, uh, we need uh, uh, someone to, to so-called um, recommend. For not like now, now we can, we can just simply write in and then blah, blah, blah. But in my, during my time, it's like you need somebody to, you learn from somebody, just like you said, and then you need to you know, recommend by the teachers, whoever, and then go to Berkeley. In, in their form, uh, how did I? Yeah, how do you manage to? I think go? when there's a will, there's a way. I mean, wh- they have some like basic criteria, like you have to finish like O levels. Well, it's actually quite basic. You don't even have to do A levels. So I did not do A levels. I just finished my O levels because I'm from Malaysia. So it's just basically a high school, and then I have my mm. grade eight uh, in piano, and then you do some audition. You send in like three pieces, you send it in, and then right. and that's it. And then they review that. This how much? How much? Don't me asking, but how much do you spend, actually, those days? Um, well, it's a lot for those days yeah, because exactly. the, the the I I can't remember now, but it's it's nothing compared to now because the I think the school fees is raised every semester, like like five hundred, five hundred, five hundred. You know. Wow. Again, I'm revealing how <laughs> long ago is it? So yeah, it's it's different. It's quite expensive. expensive. I would have to I'm say. Sure. Yeah. That's why I'm asking because it's it's really not as simple as just 
now in those days it's really really expensive so yeah, yeah but it, it it pays off you know right where, where you are now i think it's it pays off it really helped me yeah, yeah. And, and, and where you are right now i yeah. think that's awesome uh how about uh joanna i mean as in uh do you go for like formal like really really formal and then mm. you know before you start teaching and all that i was uh, i think me and amanda were from lasalle Oh, yeah. you're both from Lasalle? Yeah, we're both from Lasalle. Oh, so she's my senior. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was, I was the first batch in yes, the contemporary. Wow. Yeah, she's the first batch. Yeah. So oh, that's nice. So the, old campus. the old campus. Yeah, yeah. Old we are from the old campus. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. That's a good start, actually, if you wish to uh, pursue your studies in music. Lasalle, I believe. Uh, yeah, you're teaching at Lasalle now, right? Yeah. So it's a good platform there. I'm also there. now studying in Lasalle, by the way. Pardon? I'm now studying in Lasalle as well. You're studying again? <laughs> wow, I feel so small. <laughs> I read shame stuff, yeah. But, but what, what, what do you... What do you um, uh, Masters of Arts, Pedagogy and Practice. Wow. So the teaching methodology of teaching the arts and also a research into teaching and your own practice. So mm. after you learn, then, then you teach me, yeah? <laughs> I, I totally speechless like wow okay so yeah look for them if you want to learn anything like that you know and and music is like awesome you know just go to them and yeah Lasalle will be a nice place if you think of continuing or pursuing your music studies right you think so yeah, locally I think it's, it's decent and of course if you have Christine please look for Christine yeah <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about your journey each one, each one of you uh, back to Amanda uh, journey in music and how you get started playing music you know what makes you you know rather than uh, uh, facing four walls you know in the office eight o'clock eight thirty punch card and then you go back like five thirty mm-hmm. what makes you venture into uh, or dive into music like the industry of music you uh-huh, mean? yeah um I think since young I've always been a very creative individual and you know my playing music since even though I was classical trained but even before that you know um, apparently my mom always find me or my siblings always find me using stuff and kit on the table you know things like that and um, and then even though I went through the formal training and the, the love of music started really really quite young and I started listening to all sorts of different um, styles of music um, and somehow interestingly by 12 13 year old I, was, I felt like I had this very strong resolve like I just want to be a musician like I don't care I'm just Whoa. gonna go for it. I don't care what it takes, right? And at that time, that was when I researched into like going into. Even when I used to travel uh, in the past, I would be going to like Juliet School of Music, get a prospectus, you know, like get all the prospectus from all the the different music schools to inspire I think she myself. To study. Huh? She, she likes to study. Yeah. <laughs> she loves to study. If you know, like, strength finder, there's these traits, the different traits. I'm like the learner trait. So ah, I think I, I like to learn a lot of different things oh, and oh. absorb and just nice. explore and experiment. And, you know, yeah. like, what I think I know, it may not always just end there, you yeah. see. Yeah. So um, I feel. So eventually, I think, you know, um, going to the music, after I, I went to La Salle and then my initial idea was to just like take a bit of break and then um, probably well, I was really eyeing on um, Liverpool School of uh, Institute wait, Liverpool Music LIPA yes oh. Performing Arts yeah um, but then you know um, things happened and then I was like back, I was just thrown into the not thrown lah but I, I just somehow found my way into the local music scene already with my first band Rob and then the rest is history right so I think it was just quite progressive that way. And then through that, I, you know, a lot of things that I learned in school, I had to 
it's a little bit of everything. So you kind of learn through the experience of being in the industry. Um, and, and you know, and it's just really kind of like fulfilling a bit of a childhood dream, I think, for me. Yeah. Oh, so it's just like a I, different ambitions. Yeah. You know, for each. Yeah. And I think for me, I'm I'm never really was the sit down. Well, I tried like you know those school holiday jobs before at sixteen year old, like part time telemarketer yeah. type. But then uh-huh. I cannot like, I can't like I'm I need to be moving around all the time. Yeah. Wow, it's like wow, <laughs> Christine. Yeah. Um. So, when you move to Singapore. I mean, I see you. Yeah, you you mentioned that you were from time. Huh? Yeah. So I mean, yes. I see, yeah. Don't have to be specific, but you know, like generally, sure. oh, why? Okay, let's let's put this why? way. Why? Okay, so I'm from Kota Kinabalu, Sabah. Right, it's a small town, and I um I studied there and went to the states to study, and then I I went back to Kota Kinabalu, and um I was there for one and a half years. While I was there, I was a hotel pianist. I was teaching, of course. And then, um, but I thought I wanted to work in a studio. I really want to be in an environment where I could, um, like, compose tunes for advertising. You know, that's what I want to do uh, for visuals. And I wouldn't get that opportunity in in Kota Kinabalu, so I decided I have to come out somewhere. I have to go somewhere. So it's either Hong Kong or Taiwan or Singapore or Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. But I put Kuala Lumpur first because that's still my country. So I thought. I, maybe I'll go Singapore is nearer. I absolutely do not know what is here in store for me. I have no idea. I just came. And you came alone? I just came alone with $2,000. Wow. Yes. And You're not su- worried like, you know, there's monster like me who come and like, <laughs> ah, you know? No, the no. worst thing that could happen, I thought, uh, is that I don't succeed and I'll just go back. But at least I've tried, right? Yeah, so I just came here and then I, I landed myself with a job at Yellow Box. That's my dream job because I was hired as a composer and I was housed under people like um, who owns Yellow Box and like Iskandar Ismail, the late Iskandar Ismail, you know, Renny Gomez, we have Ricky Ho, Shata here, so all the greats and I was at the right place at the right time. So when I was there and then I think they're like, okay, so this new girl is our composer. That's how I got started. Um, that people start to, you know, notice that I'm there. And then later on, it became like the geek scene. So I was focusing on being a composer first. Yeah. So stepping out for me was the right thing to do. Yeah. You have to step out before you can experience the next step. Yeah, that's a very nice tagline, I would say, because you know, if you don't step out, you just you leave your comfort zone, and that's it. You know, you can you can think of out of box. But I didn't have I don't have any backup plan. I I I don't think about it. I just come and I, I must succeed. I don't think, okay, if I feel right, that I'm going to pack my bags, go, I've never thought about that. Maybe I'm a very optimistic person, very, very positive. So I just came and I feel like I, this is what I want to do. I'm just going to do it. Just, just do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. And the rest is history. I'm like stuck here now. <laughs> no, yeah. No, no, it's, no, it's no. Home. It's yeah. home. It's home. Yeah. Second good, home. Good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I love Kota Kinabalu. Um, in fact, we have several um, good musicians those days that were from Kota Kinabalu. One of them is the late Martin Pereira. Ah, oh, is he from Kota Kinabalu? Yeah. Yeah, he's a very good friend of He's one of person wow. that I learned a lot and uh, yeah, he left us. But uh, he's an amazing musician, wow. also from Kota Kinabalu. So nice, nice. Yeah. So, how about Joanna? Yes. You've been smiling. <laughs> okay. How was your music journey? I... How was your journey from Israel? Yeah, how you started? I started off playing in um, local, like the, those local indie gigs and everything. Um, 
doing original music and then after that uh, now mainly I'm in uh, more of the pub scene so I play uh, uh, weekly at uh, Walla Walla uh, Timber yeah those are my regular spots with uh, my band Reverie then yeah and doing just events weddings and all so the Chari Makan gigs lah, basically <laughs> Yeah, then okay. writing some on my own original songs, you know. Yeah. Do you remember your first gig? Uh, let me think. First gig, uh, I think it's Street Fest. Wow. Okay. So you play covers at that time? No, originals. Originals. Yeah. Uh, so you started actually playing original first. Yes. And correct. then playing covers. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do you so, find challenging playing originals or covers? Um, it depends. But personally, um, I enjoy doing both. Uh, covers, of course, has its challenge. So if you know, every like, there are times where we have to learn like forty songs a week, that kind of thing, right? Uh, and then that's the challenge where you have to finish their homework, you know, within, within that time span. And if like sometimes I know I when I play with like uh, uh, one week I will play with like, Heritage, then Jack and Ray, or with Reverie, and then there's a lot of songs. So you have to learn like different repertoires. I yeah. And so you a lot of other singers also. Uh, more for just session in, session in the pub scene. Right. Yeah. So what was the first uh, um, local band you mentioned that you you played like in the band uh, mm. playing your originals? What was uh, the first band? I used to play this band called Oslo Castaways. So do a little bit more like uh, electronic, uh, electronica, indie, uh, rock kind of music. Then after that, uh, it was Zero Sequence. That's where oh, I met I Simon. Yeah. That's why you met Simon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <coughs> okay. So, all right. Okay. Yeah, so, that's, so that's, that's the, the yeah. progressive rock. Yeah. And all. So, so, that was also playing a lot of originals at the time. Yes. So. Wow. That's, and then, when you. you uh, what, where was the first, uh, first gig that you played, like, cover? Cover, cover songs? I think, uh, Wala was that Wala, Wala was the first. Mm. Yeah. Until yeah, today, right? Until today. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is nice. And it's not easy to play covers. So people are like, okay, play cover songs, but. In the band, you have to play like exact, right? Yeah, actually, it's not just uh, exact. What I really enjoy now uh, with my current band is that mm. we not only get to play exact, but it's the space to improv. Right. Oh, so, nice. so my singer, like I'm Suraf, he loves to just arrow, okay, solo. So we just do not know like, okay, okay, solo you mean now? And don't know what key and all that kind of thing. So I like being on my toes also. Because sometimes when we learn a cover as it is, and if you play that same cover, well, it can get a little bit boring. But it is that whole improvisation thing that makes me want to practice very hard. Because oh. I know like, I want to better myself in this improv aspect every week. Well, that's very colourful. You yeah. know, like, you know, my time was like, I have to play exact. You play wrong note, hey, they both know that this is wrong, you have to play exact, you know? Uh, it depends yeah. because I know some songs and some bands, they demand note for note. And yes, we have to act, uh, deliver that expectation. But I think I am quite blessed and fortunate that I get to exp- uh, Experiment with the creative side, with the whole improv thing, yeah. Even though we are playing cover music, yeah. we, uh, weekly in a pub, yeah. I would love to do that, but nobody wants me in the band anymore. So I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, let's back to um, a little bit different now. I'm just doing, going to do a soft sell. Okay. Okay. How you get to know city music, Amanda? I yeah. know, not 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 just me, but the city music thing. Yeah. Oh, I I think it's really really like throw like literally throwback. Um, uh, when I first got my first microcord, uh, that was in 2005. But 
previously because I was in when I was in Throb, very young, right? Below twenties, no money to buy keyboard. Mm. So I was my keyboards that I played on on the court was loaned from the previous uh, keyboardist, and then later on with Damar, and I actually first uh, touched the micro court, no, not micro court, the court MS two thousand. Wow. wow! Wow! I know, nice right? That's like a, that's okay. quite vintage, and and then later on became Michael Court, and then um later on I'm like, no, I need my own, so I kind of saved up, and then at that time, um then you know I was brought here, uh to, to get acquainted with the place, and I'm like, wow, this is so cool, you know, and and there's so many other court products as well eventually, so, that was the very first time I think back in the early two thousands. Right. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, just to, to, to insert a little bit, like, um, what was the band that you were playing other than the, the first band that you so mentioned? So with thro after Throb, it was electrical. So, okay, so yeah. you're from the electrical. Yeah, then yeah, now okay. I'm in each, in each hand a cutlass. Uh -huh. So in between, I sessions with different bands as well. Uh, but uh, like the original bands, I mean. So Do you write songs in the band? Um, I mean, we all co-write together, right? So sometimes, especially for now with Inichan and Cutlass, I think there's a lot more room instrumentally to build, to write, like, because we tend to like to write songs and the album in a very conceptual way. Mm -hmm. So there are different, like, mini tracks in between interludes that I would just, like, create from the beatbox, whatever, and, and just, like, you know, produce it and just edit on, things like that. So. And then, you know, as with any band, I think we all have different ways of how we write right. songs yeah. together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but what most I think is challenging to me, I think I believe if you play in a band, is how you get all these different heads together and form a song, you know, because mm. we may have different ideas and yeah. how to make these ideas into one. That's I think it's very challenging. Yeah, people may may have a different like, oh I, this is better <laughs> for me and it's like I can yeah. imagine that, you know, playing in a band. So that's very challenging. But interesting. It, is, it has its own challenge. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Christine, sorry, just want to ask, we, we go to this first before we go about, you know, the soft sell, I right. think. Uh, I mean, like, when you write song for, for it, it's totally different from writing a song for, like, you know, for, uh, you know, your own pleasure. Correct. You right. know, and, and this is for something where your clients, mm -hmm. you, you know, it's not to your self-satisfaction, you know, it's, it's for right. people. So, you know, people pay you money to actually, oh, you have to come up with something that we want rather than you right. want. Right. So, how do you deliver that? Uh... I need to know the criteria. That is very important. So the client will give you a criteria. For example, I'm writing a news ident for your TV. So I'm not going to throw in my latest chord or some jazz chords or whatever. I have to, I have to um, go by the, the spectrum of the requirements given to me. So I have to stay quite closely to that. Or sometimes they will give me a reference uh, track, which, which I like. Because um, they may say, OK, write something funky. But your idea of funky and my idea of funky may be totally different. So we have to go through like many trials and runs before we hit the spot. So I'm like, give me a reference. Yeah, so I would try to um, not copy, but get the essence from this uh, reference track and then do, do like my, my take on it. That would be the fastest way for me to nail this job. Yeah. yeah. And then what would the, the uh, expectation or so-called the, uh, so the, the uh, what would I say? Uh, deadline, for example. Oh, it's very tight, very tight. Yeah, for, for me, um, yeah, so there's a, a lot of people ask me, so what's your inspiration for writing music? I'm like, there's, there's no time for inspiration. Like, okay, I need to take a mountain retreat, like, uh, to go and like mm, absorb some fresh. No, I, I have to write it maybe in two days. So a lot of my works, uh, if I have to come up with a demo or a draft, it's in a few days' time. And then we go for some feedback in the second round. So it's very fast. So if you say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can do this. But if you take three months, that's that's too long or even two weeks. 
Yeah, so in days. In days, in days yeah. Okay, those, that's very challenging. So you have to be well prepared. And you have, I believe you need a lot of libraries so that you can change um, like ad hoc or instantly so that uh. you can be prepared. Like, you know, sometimes you'll get clients that can you just change the, this part or like maybe the four bar of this? I they wouldn't, you. Yeah, they, they might not. The thing is they, may, they are not musically inclined. Maybe they might not even tell you that um, it's a tempo issue. They're like, hey, can you go faster here? Actually, it's not go faster. It's like they want to like a... Like instruments. Yeah, yeah. Like more, they want to put a percussion energy. there or something, but they're like, I want it to be faster than you. Like if you really make it faster, then you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> so you kind of have to like read their mind. So after all these years in this industry, you kind of like know like what they actually want and but you you can't go and correct them and say hey actually you're talking about the tempo there's like maybe they they have no idea what the tempo is yeah so you have to understand their lingo or their language yeah the director's lingo as well because they're visual people they're talking about you know here it's like you know it's blue okay blue play play blue for me yeah you know that kind of thing so we we can but the best thing is just communicate if you can communicate with someone, then you kind of like know what they want, what they're talking about. So communication is key, mm-hmm. I guess, in any industry. Oh, that's a good tagline as well. I like that. In any industry, I believe communication is very important. Yeah. Right. Okay, Joanna. So, I mean, sharing your experience with uh, the audience, like, you know, so in the band that you were playing with, uh, uh, subsequence, is it? Zero. Yeah, and zero. Zero sequence. Zero sequence. Sorry, uh, and and a few other bands. And do you write uh, mm. songs for them or co-write? You, um, yeah. So how do you how do you write with them? You know, since they are different different musicians. Um. Okay. Back then, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm the lead, then yeah, newest member, so most of their stuff are written. But I think what I can share is uh, uh, because I'm actually currently writing my own stuff. And um, what I would like to always dabble with is um, well, okay. I I'll just give a plug out because my favorite keyboard to write on is actually the M3. Wow, the, the, that's the one M3. my favorite too. Yeah, so the <laughs> M3 and and I like to write on the Logic uh, itself and on Guitar Pro. So uh, I think that's where when a music education where you know a little bit of theory is good because when you read all those musical notes when you put them together you can hear and play back whether it makes sense or not yeah I honestly haven't written in a band per se for a very long time already yeah I think um, it's actually quite uh, fun and much easier to work on my own also because that's where you can really uh, uh, push your musical boundaries but then again um, playing with a band and writing with a band uh, Unless you guys have the same uh, vision and all, and I think that's where you can really rub each other off, and they can inspire you, they can influence you, in in many ways. But come to original uh, composition, I think um, for me is I, I probably can't do what Christine do because I procrastinate so much, and I really and that kind of need to go mountain and think very long, <laughs> then come back <laughs> and then right. <laughs> being an artist yeah I I, I, I start admitting deadlines so uh, I think to each his own yeah you see a lot of different colours as I say in music so mm. you know like Christine is like she she requires to have that kind of like you know fast moving and make sure you you, 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 you satisfy the clients in a certain There's way you need a lot of discipline in actually yeah, yeah, music, discipline what people another. always mistaken is oh you know I'm a, as a musician as an artist I can do whatever I want no but I think Every art form also, you need to know the rules to break the rules. Mm-hmm. 
So there's always uh yes, there's always a guideline and yes you can push the boundaries also. But if you get lost and then you know you push a boundary too much, sometimes you just end up drifting and then procrastinating. Yeah. That's nice. That's a yeah. good sharing actually. Yeah, so it's it's it is how you want to go beyond what you know and be more creative. Yeah, so it's the whole creativity of like uh, yeah. artists, and then you know you dabble in pop music, cover music, original music, and everything also. Nice, that's yeah. nice. But at the end of the day, we are all playing music. Yeah, yeah. and that's why later on we're gonna share your also what's coming up, and also all of you the what's coming up. Uh, I mean, what you're gonna do in the future and and what's next. Uh, but before that, just a little bit of like. Uh, since we, we touched on like how you got to know city music, so it's nice to know that you know, uh, you know, way back then you you started to shop for a keyboard, and how you got to know us and and MS two thousand. It was an amazing keyboard. Like I like the the sounds and all that. Till today, I miss them. It's like it's, it's, you can't kind of the sounds anymore. It has a sound on its own. How about Christine? What was the experience with us? Like, Actually, my experience with city music is quite new. <laughs> yeah, uh, because um. Because how do I say, okay, because when I, I came here, I, I brought a keyboard with me and I work in a studio and they have keyboards in the studio. So what I was hardly, the keyboard? Sorry, what was the keyboard that, that brought you together? Yeah. Korg, it was Korg. My first keyboard was Korg. Uh, it was my dad got it for me when I was a teenager and I, I brought it here. It's like my weapon, you know, or my baby. So I brought it here, it's still with me. And then, because I used to work in the studios, there's tons of keyboards there. Mm-hmm. And then, and then when I went on tour, there's tons of keyboard there as well. So I, I didn't really have to buy a lot of keyboard. That's why I'm hardly here. But I do come by to check out new stuff. And then uh, Ying Long, the boss, actually um, loaned me a Prolog 16 for my stream last month, which was very fun. It was really thankful. It was really fun to play. Um, I had a DJ set kind of thing, the dancer. So I was using that. Um, so that that is a very new kind of like collaboration with yeah, City Music, yeah, but I, a good I one. I saw that. Yeah, that's, that's very interesting. One. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So 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 and now this is the second collaboration. So we we're gonna have more collaborations. Oh, definitely, later. of course. <laughs> Just not the end. Yeah. Never never too late. Never too late. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So back to that, the first keyboard that you had yeah. was I wish you still have. Yeah. yeah. What was the, what's the, 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 model the model? Is Cork O One W. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't say, born. I wasn't born. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you say vintage, I was like, "Well, which is your mind? Why is a dinosaur?" But that was uh, a very uh, a takeoff for Cork because that was the first keyboard that has a sixteen track. Sequencer. I used it to the max, Boom. man. Wow. Yeah, because when I got that keyboard, I mean, in those days, I was still a kid then. La, so I was like, wow, what is this thing? So I will press all the sounds. I will try all of them. If I, I played, if I had some sound that sounded like some forest fairies, then I will play like forest. I'm like just in my own world, like in my own soundtrack world, like every night exploring the keyboard. And then I used the 16 track to create MMOs for my church, uh, not church, uh, school, school song competition. So our program tracks like Whitney Houston song, what you know, like I'll use until maximum. That's how wow. I started, yeah, doing arranging la. <laughs> Nice, yeah, yeah. That's a that's yeah. wow, very interesting. You see, so you, as the sequencer helps you to actually those days there was no computer yeah, for us to yet, no generate all the software and stuff like that. So the O one W is an amazing mm. keyboard. What we have here right now is the Cork Chronos, which does the same thing right now, but of course the with the new amazing sounds. That's like the 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 chronos way back then which is the one w it was like wow it's not cheap either you know it's the four thousand dollars thing those were the yeah, days like yeah. but it has amazing sounds yeah 
So wow, that's nice. That's, thank you for sharing. Oh my goodness. So do you have any other cock? Oh, right uh, yes, I have the cork cross, which is a smaller, a lower version of this. I have the, the micro cork XL, which is my favorite of all. Wow. It's so small, but so powerful. The sounds are really great. So I use that for my uh, that DJ set that I do, did too. Yeah. So it was very playable sounds. I, I use it for my pub gigs as well. Right. Small and portable. Yeah. Wow. Any more in the list? Like no, um, I've started to I've started to use software synth a bit more now. So oh. I yeah. So so those were the the mo I have most corks in my house. Yeah, I have yeah. Roland and other stuff as well, but mostly corks. Yes, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay, Joanna. So I mean, we know Joanna for a very long time also. Like, um, but I understand that you you also uh, so, you know, she, she actually used a lot of the cork keyboards from the very beginning. Yeah. Maybe you can share with the audience. Yeah. My first keyboard I bought from here is a Triton LE. Triton! Yeah, Triton. That's another amazing keyboard. Triton yeah. LE. I think for me, it's because I like... I think uh, as I progress in my musical career, I would like my keyboard to be as portable as possible. Right. Because I'm carrying like saxophone and a lot of things also. And my favourite is this one. I have two of this. Wow, she has two of the cross too. I actually, I love this so much. I have two of this in a white color and another in red. Wow. The, the marble. Wow. So both limited wow. edition. The red one is nice. I love yeah, the red one. The red one. one is really good. So um, I leave it usually at the place that I play in oh. because it's really very uh, easy to use. And usually I only use one keyboard throughout the night. Even though I'm playing covers, I only use one keyboard. And because of this whole favorite function thing, it's very easy to switch about. And most importantly, it's like, yeah, yeah, to me, priority is light and powerful and gets the job done. I totally Amazing. agree with what she said, you know, yeah. because you need keyboard nowadays, it's not like before. One W is like so heavy. I carried right. to my gig, you know, in my hard case. It was like 30 pounds, man. Oh my god, yeah, 30 in those pounds. Days, yeah. yeah, those but days, and we still can carry it. Like, yeah. yeah, after that, cannot play. You're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah. now it's like, oh my god, yeah, this so is like light, literally yeah. five yeah. kilograms. Know, right? And then, like, wow. So, it's, amazing it's, keyboard it's really actually, good, and its functions. I believe it's amazing keyboard. I have right. the X50. I think the X50 is the first portable one that they oh, came up with, right? Light. The X50. Oh, that one last. I, have, I still have the X50. And I have the M50. I have the M3. Wow. I have wow. the Kita. Wow. Awesome. Are they still around? Are they still, I don't know, you know why still I have so condition? many keyboards. <laughs> yeah, they're still, they wow, still around. And they're still working. Yeah. Still working. Yeah, still yeah, working. That's, that's yes. interesting. Yeah. Wow. And I think like I'm talking about like decades or so, that kind of those keyboards like X uh, X50 and everything has been around. I think I bought it the moment it came out. Oh, yeah. Christine, sorry, mm. quick one. So yeah. is the O W still working? It's still working. Okay, when I brought it to the states and because it traveled with me, so some of the keys broke, but I fixed it. Mm. So it's still working. I remember I opened it up a couple years ago, you know, just to test test. It was it's still working right now. Yeah. I can imagine. Can you believe it? It's more than twenty over years. And it's still working. Must you say out? Okay, never mind. I mean, it's that keyboard. I mean, it's that keyboard. You, but that keyboard. I mean, it's that keyboard has yeah. lived with that generation, and yeah. it's like twenty it's over years. Yeah, before I was born. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. So can you imagine twenty over years and it's still working? Yeah. Right, wow, right. amazing, right? Amazing. I mean, it's, it's very hardy. Yeah. It's very, very hardy. hardy. And believe me, we have customers that come to our shop Looking today. For it looking for it today as well as they're trying to send their keyboard to us and say hey mate do you repair this keyboard or not? so cannot repair is it unfortunately we can't oh. repair but can you believe it like 20 over years and still it's working probably that's the 
shelf life and probably till today and then that's it. But 20 over years for a keyboard, that's very long, very yeah. lasting. It is. Amazing, it is. right? Amazing, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's mm. something that's good to share. No, I like that. Okay, so what else can we talk about? Okay, uh, <laughs> back to Amanda. So uh, let's talk about. Uh, see, let's see what I have. I forgot. Let's see what we have. I actually did play with lot with the smaller, like fun gadgets of the court. I had the chaos pad. Mm. Chaos, yeah. Chaos, yeah. Pad? Chaos pad time. Yeah, okay. yeah I just added on to my uh, uh, piano. I mean the keys and right. then what I you do with the chaos later. I guess it's just like I layer uh, drums. Right. So there are because back in with electrical days, you know there are a couple of songs that we have like electronic drum layering on top of the drums. So oh, sometimes oh. it would just have some kind of like electronic beat or some effect. You filter, filter, and then I mean you just kind of layer it or like it forms as a second like rhythmic. Um, textures, textures. and then you add it on. Oh. Yeah, and then I have all the other like, uh, is it a mic microtron, microtron, monotron? Monotron. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but I just got that to have yeah, fun at home, you know. Like, yeah, just put it on in my production. It's, it's unique, right? It's, it's very small. unique and it's very small. Yeah, and the key oscillator. So. Wow, you have that. Yeah, yeah. So wow, I have amazing. all the mini mini like court gadgets over there. <laughs> wow, and it's still it's still working today to today. Um, it's still working. Yes. I just have to change battery la, sometimes. Okay, <laughs> yeah. move to another question. Since, do you use, uh, okay, just like Christine, she uses like soft sin and hardware. Do you, you do you use like any soft software? Yeah, I do soft sins as well, but yeah. it I'm a little bit old school in a way. Like I am very textile. I really need knobs, you know. Um, it takes me a long while uh, to get used to or like to fully kind of move over. I don't think I can fully move over to soft sins. But like I, I do use like a mini other like uh, keyboard controller with experimenting with soft synth because I think it's very different performing the soft synths versus using them to produce. Mm. I'm not sure whether mm, is it the same yeah. for you guys. Mm. Like, like it, it's also taking me a little bit of time to to kind of like navigate around the whole new school way of using soft synths, you know, and and stuff like that. But for me, I'm always more of a hardware person for sure. Mm. Yeah. Right. Okay, how about uh, Joanna? Do you use soft sense when you know when you work at home and creating your own uh, music? Home, yes. Life, no. So yeah. life, not life. I'm very practical. <laughs> I'm a very practical musician. I will right. do whatever is more efficient. <laughs> yeah, right. but home, yes. I will. I'll use soft sense. Is there a specific reason why you don't use soft sense for life? Um, because I have computer crashing on me or this thing right. I, I'm very scared of yeah those yeah so those that's incidents. the reason still, the hardware still exists today because yes, that is a different right mm. Christine what do you think I'm a combination of both yeah because mm. um, I've switched to soft synth basically now for production mm. like 100% um, but when it comes to uh, performing, and I'm talking about playing concerts, like Chinese pop concerts and stadiums and all that, uh, I used to use, um, yeah, like hardware, but now it's a combination. So depending on what I play, whether it's the uh, keyboard one or keyboard two, uh, for keyboard one, I will use like Keyscape, Spectrosonic stuff, and then I'll have like a, a hardware that is additional where I can, I know that it's going to be there for pads or something like that. But when I was playing keyboard twos, Keyboard two, then I used to have four different keyboards, right? Yeah, but um, yeah, I think it's a combination of both for me. Mainly because for the soft synth, I can, I can tweak the sound very easily. Yeah, I can really, really customize it to the the way I want it. Yeah, for example, if I want the piano to have like a cathedral kind of reverb, 
I can maximize the reverb here, but it may not be cathedral size. Right. Yeah, but if it's a soft scene, I can I can do anything I want. Yeah, basic and very quick at the tip of uh, my hands. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's yeah. the yeah the differences between the hardware versus yeah, the soft. Yeah, I need both. Sense. I need both. Yeah, so yeah, which is nice actually to have both. Uh, and it's good to have best of both worlds. Yes. You know, sometimes mm. you realize that. You know, what I like about hardware is because sometimes when you get creative ideas, you just boom, and it's very very instant. Well, the soft sense, like you need to just meddle with it and take a little bit of time. But once you get a good sound, it's really like, wow, that's right. it, that's the good sound, right? right? So that's the difference. Okay, so um, yeah, so I think that's about almost time. So we just, let's look at questions. We do have questions, right? Let me see. A lot. A lot. Oh, okay. Should we answer the questions? Hi, hi, hi. Let me just. Hi, know. everyone. <laughs> uh, okay. Let me just. So just, just look at questions. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we have here. Okay, Indian, Jeff Long is in the house. Sorry, I forgot about you know mentioning the people that is in the house right now. We have Javis in the house. Hello. We have Kenji. We have also. Uh, oh, it's another friend of mine. That's uh, uh, this from Kale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, his name is Leong, actually from KL. Yes, yeah, 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 Leong from KL. Uh, yeah, Brian is in the house. One of our dealer, Brian. Who else in the house? Uh, Loki. Sandy, hello. Yeah, the no Black gummy. East. Okay, uh, Daras. Is it Daras? Danas, Danas. Okay. Uh, no Gani is in the house. Yeah, No Gani is also another composer. Uh, if you know him, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, also another Kalik great composer. Yeah, always work behind the curtain one. Yeah, and uh, Pearson Wong, okay, Choi Wei, uh, Kao Yang, oh, Yang, another hi. person that I, uh, in a way, old friend of mine, uh, Kao Yang, and Ben, Ben is in the house as well, Fendi, um, and many more, let's go to school, and Agnes, Agnes is also another hey, old friend, Agnes, hi. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's here with us, and uh, yeah, thank you so much uh, for joining us and uh, sharing uh yeah okay and I mean I'm not sharing but you know being with us here I'm a bit lost right now like okay <laughs> well, anyway I'm just hungry already ah! okay but anyway yeah we have also Dinto Kamal is our colleague there yes uh yeah wow Irung yeah Irung is in the house and uh, that's it okay right Okay. So the names are very funny. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. I saw her. <laughs> oh, which one? Come out. Yeah. Oh. Hi, Kamal. Hello. I want to go any further. Anyway. <laughs> no, just kidding. That's, that's his nickname. Yeah, it's our colleague here. Anyway. Oh, is oh, it? Yeah, <laughs> Juni Pang. Okay, Juni Pang is from Kok. Chokyu. Oh. Wow. Yeah, she's like, she honor, actually honor. lives in Malaysia. Yeah, wow, but she's, she's representing Cork here and she's always watching us. Oh, she likes yeah. to stalk me and uh, the rest. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's, she's a very good uh, supporter and always tells us, hey, Mike, you know, keep it going. And it's a very good mm -hmm. as a representation of our principal, which is Cork. Yeah. Uh, very nice. And let's see who else. Yeah. We have Harif in the house as well. well some questions for oh, okay, yes. Question for Christine and Amanda. Let's see what we have. Okay, I'm just gonna do a really okay. quick one. Mm. Yeah, keyboard one is basically playing piano, P 
piano and EP. Keyboard two is the auxiliary stuff. So you're playing pads, organ, maybe some additional strings, lead sound. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, basically that's two roles. Of course, if you only have the budget for one, then there's just keyboard one. Yeah. So mainly, yeah. Hello. That answered. Question for Amanda. Tell us more about how you do chaos pad. Like. Oh, chaos pad. I think at that time when I was using it, uh, I think we were just. Honestly, I don't think I have used it to the max at that point of time, but it's more like I was needing to create some textures underneath the keys and um, I wanted delay, but then I didn't have the delay pedal at that time, So and I had that chaos pad, so I thought like, hey, why not I use this and just there, and there are many ways to even have a delay and just like, you know, warp it live, and I think that that is why chaos pad live was, you know, was so popular then. Mm. Yeah, so that was yeah, how I did it. Um, Okay, back to that. So let's hear from Joanna. Uh, yeah, we've been hearing that she, she just uh, completed an album. Yeah, maybe wow. Joanna, you can share with the audience. Mm, I'm releasing my single soon on 2nd October, and the full album in a few weeks' time is a progressive rock instrumental. Wow. Yeah. Progressive rock instrumental. instrumental. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So, uh, and a bit of fusion. Okay, so, so where can they get the, the single? Is it a single? A uh, single will be on 2nd October. 2nd of October. And the album will be a couple of weeks after that. Yeah. Okay, so where can they get the song on the 2nd of October? Uh, you'll be on Spotify, Apple Music, or major streaming platform. Right, yeah. so it will be under Joanna... Joanna Lim. Okay. Yes. So don't forget everyone, just in case you need to uh, check out uh, Joanna, she will be on the, uh, available on the, uh, Spotify... Spotify, Apple, Apple, iTunes, yeah, any other the, platform? I think Lazada, Q10, <laughs> Shopee. I give you a quote later on. <laughs> no I think so far mainly these two. Okay. Yeah, and a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of time spent on the court keyboards. Nice for for that album. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, and uh, wishing you all the best in the in the album. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Okay. So, uh, this will be my last question before jamming so we're going to be jamming two songs right okay but for that just last uh anything that you can advise the audience out there that you know probably can inspire them um you know if they want to be a keyboard player like you guys you know what would you advise mm, i think for me um number one is to diversify um i think that becomes a superpower i feel uh because it really, I mean, in a way, diversify meaning even within the keyboards, but there's so many other aspects that you can, you know, um, double with, you mm -hmm. know, whether is it from performing to producing to writing mm -hmm. uh, or like teaching for that matter. And I think it's kind of like a well-rounded kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of different people might gravitate towards a certain, uh, doing more of certain things at some point. And I feel like it's also a seasonal thing, mm -hmm. uh, meaning sometimes we think we are going to do it and fix it on like, okay, I'm going to do this for, for a long while. But then suddenly new opportunities come, new ways of doing mm -hmm. things may happen along the way. And I think it's being open-minded to explore um, what your boundary is, what boundaries you can break even, and then you make it your own, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. So I think that itself, and of course, listening to all sorts of music really will help. Yeah, so even though we all have a favorite style or a genre, but I feel like um, it really just to kind of like, you know, 
tap into the richness of what music can can do for you mm-hmm. and how you can contribute towards the, their own uh, what does it performing teaching recording playing you know everything yeah that's a very fruitful, fruitful advice you know how about totally Christine? second that exactly what I want to say <laughs> <laughs> really, really yes I agree as well yeah diversify yeah, and, uh, and listen to all sorts of music because usually when I ask my students what do you listen to then they're like yeah all sorts then I, when I name a few they're like I don't know yeah, like, yeah so we're talking about world music maybe African music Caribbean like anything death metal what, what not you know like all sorts and the, the diversifying is really helpful especially in these times where a lot of us just think about playing because playing is very glamorous in a sense because you're appearing in front of whether it's a hundred audience or ten thousand it's you're appearing in front of them yeah, so a lot of people want to play, but besides playing, you know, really diversify with composing, arranging, co- um, co- score writing, you know, and, and, and that kind of thing. How about Joanna? I agree with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's true. So uh, don't close your mind to, to a specific genre that you like. So be very open-minded. I think listening is very important. Because a lot of people, when they play music, they think, oh, I read score, you know, I just do this, do this. But we always forget that their most important senses is actually your hearing. Yeah, and not just listening to music, but listening to the people around you, listening to your mentors, listening to what other people have to say, even watching your daily news also, you can get inspiration from there. Yeah, the things are happening around the world. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, that's nice. Well, I just want to add to that. I believe now it's different from many years ago and how basically music is all about just passion and what drives you. But looking at the current um, scenario, right, I believe now... It's not only just you can play you know, well and stuff like that. It's how you bring, it's your presence in, in a lot of these social media platforms actually plays a part. Yeah, just like when I stopped, uh, uh, was talking to Christine or just go inside and say, oh, so this is what you do. So the presence of, of, of uh, uh, being inside Instagram, Facebook and you know, being active uh, in that platform, I think plays a part as well. So that that's where you get to know uh, what your activities are, what you've been doing, and etc. So that that plays uh, a very important role, right? Yeah. You think so? These yeah. days, yes. Yeah, these days, yeah. <laughs> so you have to keep it going, yeah. and that's what we are doing as well. That's what City Music is doing is also awesome, what right. we keep ourselves up to that live stream and, and keep it, you know, awesome to what yeah. the people want right now. Yeah, yeah. so it's very yeah. important as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so should we uh, jam? Anything Anything else you want to talk about and you share uh, with I, the audience? Can I plug two things? Sure. Plug, yeah. So tomorrow I have this jam with Christine uh, with Shilin and the Unexpected. It's um, my jam with Christine stream, live stream thing. So it's happening tomorrow. And next week I have this uh, masterclass going on. It's basically with Soma. Um, basically, I'm teaching uh, about keyboard one and keyboard two. Right. Yeah, but it's, nice. yeah, it's entitled worship music, but it was targeting at church musicians, but um, not really because it's right. to the basics. Yeah. So keyboard one and keyboard two. Yeah. Right. So and Soma, Soma is it's a uh, it's a school. Um, I think S O M A. If you can go find the IG or Facebook, you can maybe find the information about yeah. this uh, masterclass. Yeah. So they are located at Marina Square. But it's a it's a Zoom class. Oh, the Zoom class. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. even easier. So you know, yeah, can yeah, stay at home. Go down. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Soma is also one of our dealer. Uh, we 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 also you know support each other for a lot. Uh, hopefully for more collaboration in future as well. So yes. that's one of our dealer. Keith is the. You know him for very very cool. long years so yeah okay one last question sorry got so many questions before we jam right <laughs> so one last question so you're just delaying. sorry you're just delaying. 
delaying. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, actually, the last question is, uh, we want to know, like, how do you cope with the CB? You know, like we didn't we didn't touch on that, so oh. uh, we were supposed to touch on it. But okay, Amanda, how do you cope? As soon as we got to know that you know we have we are we are locked down somehow, what what what's what were the first thing that you you had in mind, like you know music and you know. Uh, well, actually, at that point when it was during the first month of circuit breaker, um, I was still in school, as in like we had lessons and in fact I had a lot of assignments due. So I think. In a way, having a little bit of a lockdown was was a bit helpful for me to actually get focused right. with things. Um, and then when May came, um, and because I've been conducting like online, oh sorry, not online, but real time like facilitation of sessions, like I do soundscape meditation um, under an Airbnb. So I used to host people in my space. Um, and then later on, it took online and online. So for the whole of May, it was like 30 days of two sessions each day. Um, hosting mostly U.S. timings, um, so I was kind of, kind of just kind of dropped into that whole busyness of it, and uh, I think that I was I was just I think to be tr truth to be told I was reacting to the situation, like whatever comes I take right, mm -hmm. and um, I I think it was only until J July I I was just telling a few friends I think it's a very delayed reaction of my response emotionally mentally with what is going on and the CB whole thing and, and I the, the downer period came to me like only like the next couple of months so mm -hmm. it's just then how I pick it up along the way and you know get a bit of a groove because I felt like my my normal routine was so much better pre-COVID because with COVID you know everybody work from home everything is there your your lines get blurred about where your mm -hmm. work and rest and everything is supposed to be so yeah and I think as with everyone else, we're still navigating around things, and it just things are always evolving and changing. And it's just about um, at least now we have some form of uh, basic understanding what's going on. And for me, you know, it's just to adapt. You know, just constantly adapt, and um, yeah, just go on with it. <laughs> nice. How about you, Christine? Uh, uh, two things, like like her, I think faith is very important because it, it gives us. Um, for me, it's, it's where my strength and my, my calm and my hope comes from. So faith is important. It keeps me grounded, especially in the later part. Because in the first part of COVID, it was like, oh, just taking a break. And after a while, it's like, when is it going back to normal? It can start to wear down. Like, I kind of miss home. I really miss home. I want to go back, but I can't, you know. So it kind of kind of wears down on you a little bit. So faith is important for me. Work-wise, I'm, I'm very fortunate that um, because of this diversity that we're talking about, I couldn't play all my gigs because they're all canceled. They're overseas gigs. All the concert gigs are, are canceled. Even right now, all the pubs are still closed. No one can play any gigs right now, right? So I'm really thankful that um, I could go online to do some of my gigs and they're sponsored, so meaning being paid to do it. And then I shifted my uh, uh, teaching online as well. So I able to teach um, online, doing masterclass online, and able to do my production work. So I am still going. I'm really thankful for that because of this diversity that I, I had all along. So it really it came to use. Yeah. Yeah. How about Joanna? Mm. How do you cope? The first month of May when when it's a total shutdown and all, uh, I use that time a lot to to practice actually. So I I think uh, me uh, me and my husband, both of us are musicians, so we just keep jamming at home. 
for like hours and everything and finish up my album. And I think um, one lesson that I really learned is to not take things for granted because I think previously when we you know we just get by with life and you realize that things actually it seems like things get to you very easily. You know we can have things very easily. Then then now when everything is is shut down, I realize that wow we really do miss playing performing live so much that. Uh, looking forward to go back on stage and even things like uh, coming here and looking at this keyboard I get a little bit sentimental also because I'm like I miss you know playing this keyboard and, mm, and gigging yeah. and all yeah so just hopefully that we can all write this uh, right through this uh, tough time together and I think the the light uh, in this long tunnel is that instead of thinking I, uh, you know I wish to do this I wish to do that I think really sit down and do it and one thing that I I really enjoy this period of time is spending a lot of time with family because you you really no choice right you have to really be at home and spend time with family i think that is one thing as a, a full-time musician uh, i kind of left out because of our odd hours you know and i don't spend time with uh, my, my mom my in-laws and everything yeah so i think um instead of looking at it very negatively so try to think how we can innovate during this dark time and make the best out of it yeah, pick up a new skill, you know, learn something, write, write something, yeah. That's a very nice advice and thank you for sharing the, the, the positive, uh, uh, spread the positive mm. to all, all of us and that's very amazing to keep us alive and keep us going to where we are right now in future and we just pray to, you know, hopefully this uh, COVID is just going to end and we're going to make more alive much better than before, right? Yeah. So that's why positively we have to take that. Yeah. Right, so... So I think that's about most of what we're going to cover today. And uh, before that, as I mentioned, finally the song is coming. Actually, we're just going to do two songs. We're going to jam, everybody. So are we ready? Are we ready to do that? Yeah, we're doing first. Yeah, we're doing first. That's the blues. The blues. The blues. The blues. So you're going to jam the blues.
Thank you, the three audience here. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, well, we have some um, spectators outside. Yeah. So we're going to do one more, right? Yeah. We're going to do cantaloupe, cantaloupe Island. Cantaloupe is the fruit. Yeah, cool. Are you just kidding? Sure, sure, go ahead. It's like a watermelon. Right. I haven't, haven't, haven't eaten it before. Are we already? Oh, okay. Later, I'll buy for you. <laughs> Come. Very hot day today. It's actually very good, very cooling. Thank nah. you.
I know I've not been playing this song for many, many more than ten years. Yeah, well, for fun. Anyhow, work. Oh my gosh. Sorry, a lot of them was my mistake uh, because long time never play. So I got to play, then somehow I get very excited and nervous. Uh, so forgive us and forgive me for my wrongdoings. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it was nice. It was nice. Uh, I would like to take the opportunity to thank. Every one of you here, Amanda, Christine, and uh, Joanna, for being here with us. I know they are busy, but they take this one hour, beautiful one hour, to just share with us. I thank you for sharing with the audience and us, and we, I felt so, so much uh, the positiveness in you guys, and keep it going, and keep, keep producing good music, and uh, yeah. And that's about it. And thank you so much. I will take the opportunity. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will thank for for being here with us. So uh, taking a little bit of this opportunity to uh, thank also once again uh, the uh, the supported by Sony Singapore, Aperture Asia, Cox Singapore, Zoom Singapore, Mackie Singapore, and Daiti Microphones Asia. And also not forgetting, please uh, like and subscribe to our channel, uh, Facebook as well as Instagram and, of course, our YouTube channel, please. And, of course, uh, maybe if you have, like, uh, Instagram and uh, uh, Facebook that you want to share with the audience, maybe they can also uh, look at... There, yeah, so there. You got it? Ah, okay, so you can... No, no, okay, maybe maybe Amanda can share them. my Facebook is at Amanda Ling Music. Amanda Ling Music, okay. And for my Instagram, it's at dupesling.wave. Doops, D-O-O-P-Z-L-I-N-G dot wave. Dot wave. You know wave foul? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Christine, how about you? Mine is just, uh, Facebook is just Christine Sham. Then my um, IG is Aqua Citrus. Aqua Citrus. Aqua Citrus. Like orange juice. Orange juice, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Joanna, how about you? Joanna Lim dot music for both. Joanna Lim dot music. Okay. So not forgetting everyone, please. Like them, uh, I, uh, just watch them, and it's you know just to get you know if you l- you feel like getting inspired by their music. How yeah. to get your t-shirt? Uh? This t-shirt. Ah, <laughs> uh, if I have one, I'll pass <laughs> it to you. But yeah, actually, to be honest, I'm a big fan of Cork, but I bought this in Shopee. Can you believe it? <laughs> because yeah, I bought it in Shopee because that's the only place I can find my size. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see, I see. Okay. Okay. Okay, but I, if, if I do have one, I'll, I will, you know, keep... Right, right. I'll try yeah. to squeeze into it, whatever size it is. Mm-hmm, <laughs> sure. Okay, we try to find. If, have, if, if I do have, I will keep one for every one of you. All right. All lovely, right. Yeah. Okay, you. but anyway, once thank again, you. thank you very thank much, you. everyone, for taking this time, and that's it. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, audience, for sharing. Okay. I mean, not sharing, but joining us for uh, this awesome Facebook Live. And we'll try to have more Facebook Live soon. So catch up soon yeah. again, and we have more amazing people in the house. Take care and stay safe, everyone.